0: The Playmaker. Hi, I'm Chloe and this is The Playmaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world of football. Today, UEFA is bringing in a new way of monitoring football club finances. Will it work better than financial fair play? On Monday, the European Club Association supported a decision to remove UEFA's financial fair play rules and instead introduce a new soft spending cap. Paris Saint-Germain owner Nasser Al-Halifi is the new chairman of the ECA. He said the new rules would ensure that European club football stays at the top of sport and entertainment. The Qatari businessman said the system, which should be rubber stamped by UEFA next week, ensures a stable, sustainable and inclusive structure. Because the old FFP rules have had their fair share of critics. And in real terms, a lot of these clubs can plan for fines. They can essentially say, OK, we'll set aside £50 for a rainy day because at some point we're going to run afoul of FFP. And they can sort of factor that into their spending. So, what does this mean? But what is the difference between the old FFP rules and the latest set of changes? Financial fair play was introduced in 2011 with the aim of preventing European clubs from spending beyond their means. It meant that clubs had to make their accounts available to ensure that they didn't build up unsustainable levels of debt and that they were using money that had been legitimately earned. In theory, wealthy owners could no longer pump unlimited cash resources into their clubs. They could spend a maximum of 30 million euros more than they earn over a three year period. The first clubs to be issued fines by UEFA's club financial control body were Manchester City and PSG in 2017. PSG had made 167 million from the Qatar Tourism Authority. And essentially, the CFCB said this was massively above market rate for what could be expected. Uh, they used deals like the Azerbaijan deal that Atletico Madrid had to say, actually, we think they're spending more than they need to for this deal and essentially putting money into your coffers that shouldn't be there. In response, PSG said that it deplores the fact that UEFA hadn't recognised the full value of its partnership with the Qatar Tourism Authority. But the thing is, PSG President Nasser al-Halifi is a minister in the Qatari government, the Qatari Investment Authority is government-owned. The Qatari Investment Authority owns PSG and runs the Qatari Tourist Board. It's essentially one and the same. In 2017, PSG had paid £200 million for Neymar, and the following season they bought Kylian Mbappe for £130 million. So when they signed Lionel Messi last summer, Nasser al Khalifi was asked how they could stay within the FFP parameters. Scott from the BBC. Um, A question for the president. There's a lot of people wondering how you can afford to have um, such an amazing squad and stick within FFP. Can you tell us, please? For us, always, as we said, you know, we follow the financial fair play regulation. From the day one that we started until the end, we're going to always fulfill the regulation of the financial play. Before we do anything, basically, you know, we look out with our commercial people, with financial people, with legal people. So as soon as you see that we sign signing Leo, that's means we could have the capacity to sign him. PSG and others were still spending vast amounts of money. That's why many said FFP wasn't fit for purpose. In terms of teeth and being able to punish clubs that have done wrong, it hasn't worked, has it? Which, which clubs have, have been on the, the wrong end of a UEFA punishment? Apart from you know a few Turkish clubs and a couple of Italian clubs that have had the, the knuckles wrapped rather than properly punished. You know Manchester and PSG are the two big clubs that have you know that UA for a, a, a struggle with over the years, and, they, and they've come through it unscathed. They, they both know, got away reputation. with. They both got away with it, and I'm even saying that as a PSG fan myself. But we were lucky. The new system will see spending on wages, transfers and agent fees capped at 90% of revenue from 2023, incrementally reducing down to 70% by 2025. Clubs will be allowed to spend more if they sell players. The key difference? Breaches will lead to fines and points deductions and repeat offences could lead to exclusion from European competitions altogether. So, this clearer, more simplified system does allow clubs to spend more, but equally it should close any loopholes and allow UEFA to see its punishments through. Nasser Al-Halifi and the European Clubs Association are in favour of the change, for now at least. Can they stay within the new rules? We'll have to wait and see. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Playmaker. If you enjoyed today's story, why not share it with a friend? It was written by me, Chloe Beresford, and mixed by Hannah Varrell. The Playmaker.